Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Pay for news bill gains traction. Your news update and when is AI going to kill us on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for June 3rd, 2023, and I'm Joshua Stark. A California bill that would force big tech companies to pay media outlets for posting and using their news content cleared another critical hurdle Thursday. The measure is among hundreds of bills that passed in the state Senate and Assembly this week before Friday, the last day a bill can pass out of the original chamber and get a chance to become law later this year in the state of California. The bill, which passed the assembly floor with bipartisan support, would require companies such as Google and Meta to share with California media companies their advertising revenue stemming from the news and other reported content. The amount would be determined through an arbitration process. The bill would also require at least 70% of the shared revenue go towards journalists' salaries. Speaking of, the union representing journalists across the United States has announced that they will go on strike next week at approximately two dozen newsrooms operated by Gannett, the largest newspaper chain in the country. Scheduled to begin on June 5th, the strike is primarily a one-day action aimed at protesting Gannett's leadership and the cost-cutting measures implemented since its merger with Gatehouse Media in 2019. The News Guild the union representing employees at over 50 Gannett newsrooms highlights several concerns, including job cuts, the closure of numerous newsrooms, reduced pay and benefits, and a lack of good faith negotiations regarding compensation and working conditions. Cynthia Wheel, a Grammy-winning lyricist of notable range and endurance who enjoyed a decades-long partnership with husband Barry Mann and helped write You've Lost That Love and Feeling on Broadway, Walking in the Rain, and dozens of other hits, has died at age 82. Her death was confirmed Friday by Interdependence Public Relations, which represents Mann's daughter, Dr. Jen Mann. Cynthia Wheel and Barry Mann, buried in 1961, were one of popular music's most successful teams, part of a remarkable ensemble recruited by impresarios Don Kirshner and Al Nevins and based in Manhattan's Brill Building neighborhood a few blocks from Times Square, with such hit-making combinations as Carol King and Gary Coffin and Jeff Berry and Ellie Greenwich, the Brill Building Song Factory turned out many of the biggest singles in the 60s and beyond. Spell the word somophile, Greek root samo meaning sand and file meaning lover. P-S-A-M-M-O 
P-H-I-L-E. If you got it right, you're one step closer to 14-year-old Dev Shaw. 15 months ago, however, Dev spent a miserable five hours spelling outdoors in chilly, windy, damp conditions at a supersized regional competition in Orlando, Florida, only to fall short of his dream returning the script's national spelling feat. Despondent was the right word. I just didn't know if I wanted to keep continuing. Look at him now. Soft-spoken but brimming with confidence, Dev asked precise questions about obscure Greek roots, rushed through his second-to-last word, and rolled to the National Spelling Bee title Thursday night. News and more next on Arbitrage I'm News I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This week's arbitrage blog includes peanut allergy breakthroughs, ice cream healthy? Yeah. And when is AI going to kill us? Sunshine, sunshine, and rain. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Royce Wells, for more. Royce, George Washington Carver gave us so many things for peanuts, peanut butter, and peanut... Brittle, know, peanut... Br- all the good peanut stuff. I, I, I feel like I feel like Forrest Gump, you know? <laughs> For peanut butter, peanut butter crackers, peanut Reese's butter. peanut butter cups. <laughs> exactly. So we've got uh, food allergies. A lot of people have food allergies. I was talking to my mom the other day. She has a shellfish allergy, which is kind of weird because she doesn't have a fish allergy. Interesting. She has a shellfish allergy. Uh, so all the shrimp are for me. Got it. Yeah, right, right. So... The immune system, when an allergy is is prevalent, it's an immune response typically to a harmless substance. It's not an autoimmune disease. But peanut is one of the eight allergens with specific labeling, uh, labeling requirements, right? Yes. So anything with peanuts in it, must contain the word peanuts in the ingredient label. Even if it's just manufactured in the same place where peanuts are handled. Well, here's why. About 2% or 1 in every 50 children in the United States are allergic to peanuts. Those poor, poor children. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Right. Over the last 50, oh, sorry, over the last 20 years, uh, peanut allergies have tripled. What they do to the peanuts? Good question. But you can get anything from uh, from itching or hives or eczema to abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting. It, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, runny nose, cardiovascular. This is the weird one. Drops in blood pressure or rapid or weak pulse. Man. Excellent. I'm out. 
Yep. <laughs> always, always handy to have an EpiPen around or an epinephrine yeah. auto injector. That, that. But how much do those cost now? Oh, those are ridiculous. I thought the prices for generics were through the roof still. Insane, man. Okay. Insane. No cure for peanut allergies right now, but there have been some promising treatment advances. Oh, tell yeah. me. Do tell. So the Food and Drug Administration in 2020 approved palforzia, uh, that was developed by A-Immune uh, Therapeutics. It's a special peanut powder that can protect against severe reactions. Okay, so no more EpiPen, maybe? Taken to, maybe taken in, in tiny amounts, often mixed in with safe foods. It increases over months, and it's kind of a trainer for the child's immune system. Excellent. I like this. I, I do, too. I do, too. And then there's a possible treatment on the horizon, a skin patch from France. It's called Velaskin, and the daily patch is coated with a very small amount of peanut protein, and it's absorbed into the skin. Uh, apparently, 67% were able to tolerate the equivalent of uh, between one and four peanuts after treatment. Wow. Lucy, what you talking about? We'll keep an eye on this, but more after this on Arbitrage News. Linus? Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Ugh! I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Caroline, Director of Educational Initiatives here at Arbitrage, and I am in the studio with Callie, our Senior Accountant. Hello. Welcome, Callie. Glad to have you here. So we recently had a story on the blog about true crime podcasts Ooh. and their growing popularity. <laughs> and we share an office and sometimes we will discuss some recent podcasts we have been listening to. What are some of your favorites? My personal favorite is my favorite murder, but don't worry, you guys, we're not going to start recording a podcast uh, on the regular. <laughs> no, we are definitely not. We will leave that in the capable hands of Josh. So one of the things I found in researching for this article was that 
a significant portion of the audience who listens to true crime podcasts or even watches the many shows on television, um, that population seems to be mostly made up of women. And one reason is that women are more, are more likely to be interested in those interpersonal relationships um, than men are and kind of how things go about. Do you happen to have a favorite murder mystery? Well, unfortunately, the family case of the Lawson family that happened all the way back in 1929 fascinated me a very long time ago. It is a very sad story of a family of nine all meeting their end with the exception of one surviving child. And the story I enjoyed personally because the house where the incident actually happened had a cake with raisins on it and individuals would visit the house at the fee for my uncle that was surviving in the family and steal raisins off of the cake no way yes so when people say why true crime now we can definitely say it's true crime's been uh, existing and people have been very interested in true crime for a long time I think no matter the sex, but definitely uh, women are very interested in that interpersonal aspect. Yes, because that it's not all just the, the crime and murder and mayhem. One of the things that I enjoy is kind of figuring out the background and the underlying part and what caused this to happen. Why would someone go do this? Um, and so it kind of like the... BAU uh, with the FBI and criminal minds like not just what happened but what led that person um, to get there and now all of these true crime stories they're not all sad true right Um, there was recently a story there was a girl who went missing from Illinois and her parents never gave up looking for her and they kept her story in the news and it was actually on um, a Netflix series recently on Unsolved Mysteries and there was a worker at a store who had watched this series and had seen the story on this missing girl I believe her name was Kayla Um, and this girl working at the store lived in North Carolina not in Illinois not near where the girl had been last taken but um she had seen this netflix episode and recognized the girl from the story now she had been missing for six years a late night binge helped to save a family right so she was nine when she was taken and was now 15 years old and just through the technology and being able to generate what she would look like in the future was able to help so keep your eyes open when you see these missing people reports you never know you might be able to help out and you can read more on the blog arbitragetrade.com slash blogs thank you callie thank you thanks to caroline and callie for that segment i'm fearing for my job guys more after this on arbitrage news Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. 
Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Our education director, Caroline Hollis, has been filling in for Ari, who is off on assignment. We're yes. Not, we're not going to say what that assignment is. That's up to her to say. But It's her assignment. It's her assignment. That's right. Uh, she will not be in Ukraine, I assure you. Caroline, Caroline Hollis has written us another great article, and I like this one because you know what it's about. Chocolate. Ice cream. Okay, that's just as good as chocolate. Ice cream. Gotta love ice cream, right? I, mean, I it's, do. It's a, it's a, it's just a, a lovely sunshiny bit of, of fat and and sugar and you can make a cake with ice cream. Yeah, you can, you can. You it has all the ingredients. Can. So here's the thing, okay? Check this out. Men who consume ice cream can be healthy, and here here's here's how, okay. I am living proof. Diabetes is a risk, right? It's a risk with overweight men. It's a risk with over, overweight oh, women. Yes. Uh, people who have family history of diabetes, which I have. Um, check this out. Men who consume two or more servings of skim or low-fat milk every day experienced a 22% lower risk of diabetes. Oh, Nice. Okay. Interestingly enough, the men who ate two or more servings of ice cream per week, guess what? What? Same results. All right, let's do this. You got to love that, right? Hey. All right, we, law of averages. We're going to we're going to break and go to uh go to Baskin Robbins real quick. No. Yes. No, no. Oh, well, you know, if you want to. Hey. But according to bonuses uh, this week, a cup of ice cream. <laughs> well, let's talk about that one. Right. But according to Dr. Darius uh, uh, Mozafarian, he's a cardiologist and professor of nutrition at Tufts University. Ice cream, ice cream is definitely something that can be looked at when it comes to health. Lower risk of heart problems being one of those. Oh, so eat ice cream and your insulin your insulin resistance uh, goes away. Okay, so that that is one thing. Insulin it's like the peanut allergy thing we were just talking about. Insulin resistance, you know. Uh, but eating half a cup of ice cream per day was associated with lower risk of heart problems. What about sherbet? You know, 
I don't know. As long as you got, as long as you got the correct ice creamish type things, it might help. I, I don't know. Okay. But here's the thing, right? Uh, there's this perception, according to Doctor Mosfarian, uh, that ice cream is unhealthy, right? But it's got healthy fats, it's got proteins, it's got vitamins. According to him, it's better for you than bread. Um, I am not a fan of bread, but yeah. I definitely am a fan of ice cream. So you you even said you can make a cake out of ice cream. You can definitely make literally. A cake. You can just dump it into a pan and and uh, what add eggs and yeah. and uh, just flour. I think literally. I think just flour. We might have to do this experiment. Absolutely. But eggnog cake. Let's do this. But banana split cake. Let's do this. Uh, Dr. Mosfarian says, given how horrible the American diet is, and yes, it is an Amer- the American diet is terrible. We can definitely agree on that one. It's very possible that if someone eats ice cream and eats less starch, it could actually protect against diabetes. So is that why uh, McDonald's ice cream machine's always broken? Could be. Mm. We'll, say, we'll keep an eye on this more after this on Arbitrage News. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what, I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. David Grantham is here. He is kind of our tech correspondent. He's also our uh, our chief data officer, and we're glad to have him with us. Data, uh, glad to have you on the show today. I'm glad to be here. Wow. Uh, you know, people call me Data or David, apparently. Data or, data or David. There we go. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, so you were showing me something new from NVIDIA uh, that... Uh, does 2D and it takes it into 3D. Now that that is an over 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 simplification, but uh, it looks like something new. And and like I was I was asking or I was, you know, talking to you earlier. We we have certain uh, applications that can do this, but not necessarily in this way. Right. So it's uh, Nvidia's new uh, AR model is called Neuro Angelo like Neuromancer meets Michelangelo, apparently. Um, so basically the idea is they could take two-dimensional video clips and turn them into detailed 3D graphic structures. But what, and there, you're right, there are other things that do that conversion. Um, but what this does is it actually helps you create very detailed assets. Like if you had a video of, uh, of like moving around like a roof or, you know, it, it would, get the texture of the shingles and you'd have a separate asset for the, the roof or the, the example they gave was, you know, walking around the statue of David and, you know, it would give you all the, the texture and that feel. 
and it would be like you could use that as a 3d asset and be you know in a vr space or in a virtual space it's really cool and that's i mean you know they're feeding their own beast right right they right. they're like hey you can use our video cards and our chips to help do the ai so it's like there hey you, buy more video cards <laughs> there you go there you go so in 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 graphics design you know you can take a 2d asset and i just realized something david uh it says two-dimensional video clips that's right video clips is a totally different totally different animal than just like a, a photo because technically speaking you can take the texture of a photo you apply it to a wireframe and all of a sudden you've got a nightmare fueled uh 3d graphic uh with yeah. this it seems like this is a little bit different from just that uh i can definitely see this in in video game development you know and, and things like that i definitely uh that's definitely something something interesting and well, it seems think of like it this way. yeah yeah well think of it think of it this way though think if they applied that to a movie so if they yeah. can apply that model to a movie then what could they do that with that i mean that would be amazing to see what that technology could do with your favorite movie whether it be some cheesy like you know an 80s movie or something like super sci-fi i mean it's well, so cool to see we're both star trek fans i mean this is like a step away from the holodeck if you think about it right right it, it'd be like yeah it'd be one step away from the holodeck it, it would be hey i can walk around my backyard and with the king you know with a video camera and then put that into a 3d model setup and then i could revisit it anytime i wanted to in vr space even so, older yeah. older movies i could yeah. see this yeah. is happening with older movies for example uh you you wouldn't just see casablanca you'd be in casablanca yeah yeah man we're going to uh ready player one with the flick sync stuff that's great there we go there we go more after this on arbitrage news i'm gonna file my patent and make millions see you you, hey hon what you doing with your phone taking pictures no i'm asking questions like what hey bobo do flowers have best friends I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Royce Services and week, the Ad Council. Some high-level executives with Microsoft and Google issued a warning about artificial intelligence. Uh, okay. The statement reads, mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war. Now, the curious thing about this, Sam Altman, CEO of ChatGPT maker OpenAI, signed this thing. 
Jeffrey Hinton, who was a who was working with Google until recently, who broke off. He he is known as the godfather of artificial intelligence. Also signed this. It's interesting because we we always kind of have this worry, you know. Science fiction has has painted AI as this thing that that could outsmart humans and run wild. But is it true? I personally don't think so. Well, what everyone is using scare tactics to basically prevent people from jumping on the new gold rush. Right. Right. I'm like, uh, whereas people look at machines as an adversary, why not an ally? What advances, like if open heart surgery does depend on the surgeon performing the job, if a machine has the ability and has seen and witnessed enough open heart surgeries, it could do the open heart surgery. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what about this, yeah. Royce? You know, earlier we had this letter that was signed by 1,000 researchers and technologists, including Elon Musk and Steve Wozniak. It was a, a much longer letter earlier this year talking about a six-month pause on AI development. That's a nice head start. I mean, uh, I okay, so... so what would what good would that do though? Um, it basically slows down the adoption of AI uh, things being created. That's all. That, that pause doesn't. It just allows them to get that much further ahead. If you stop other people from developing it, that means you have a six month head start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the moratorium would would, uh, according to some people, would allow us to to. Uh, to assess the risks of, of AI and there and are no figure risk. out well figure out you know what we could prepare for uh, the proliferation of mediocre AI or you remember know. AI just looks at patterns yeah and basically from those patterns it says I see fifteen hundred oranges that's an orange AI as we see it now right it's not superhuman AI. It's not malevolent AI. Right now the AI that we have is chat GPT, right? Yes. Uh, text generators that predict suitable words based on vast amount, vast amounts of ingested written material. Yes. So like for example you can ask chat GPT, hey write me a song about Josh uh, Stark from the internet in the style of Matchbox 20. And it will literally go find all information on you and try to write a song in the style of Matchbox 20, whether it'll be good or not. That's basically it just used a bunch of examples. Write me a song. I'll get on that. But for now, have have a great weekend. They're your friends. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 